It seems that every decade or every five years to a decade, things change. You know, people's perception of how things should be changes. And because their perception changes, they don't see that, well, even though one thing might be different than another, they are practically the same. Just because one pushes that it's this other than that, either they obviously do not see that they are pretty much the same. Even though one values these, you know, grappling of what takes place in an octagon, six sides, or four-sided environment, the other sometimes focuses more on what they perceive as the storytelling. While others feel that long-term booking and decent storytelling is the way to go, the other side of the coin, the other side of the streets, if you will, decide that yes, they will do, you know, storytelling but it won't be long term because they go more with the instant reactions of we'll do it just for a brief period then we move on because people won't be that invested if it keeps going on and on and on. The reason I bring this up is because that's how a lot of the wrestling fan base overall views professional wrestling. A lot of people will crap upon anything that WWE does because it's WWE it's not AEW and a lot of the WWE fans supporters will dump on AEW and the fans behind that company because you know they'll buy into anything Tony Khan sells them they'll buy into anything that's advertised you know that's pretty much you know hand gifted to them on a silver platter. Basically they'll believe anything TK says because in the eyes of those that view him this way they have drank, basically chugged down the entire Kool-Aid pitcher known as AEW. But yet what either side doesn't understand is it doesn't matter what you know we feel or how we think. Okay? If it's wrestling, you know, throughout both organizations, then that's all that should matter. We should look basically at the pros and the cons. What is that old saying that they've talked about when it came to ECW and how it became popular? What did Paul Heyman do to make that happen? He accentuated the positives, hid the negatives. And maybe that's what we as fans need to do. Maybe we as fans who try to enjoy the overall product on both sides of the spectrum, maybe what we, sh we should try to do is accentuate the positives that we see, hide the negatives. In other words, whatever bad you know, moments, matches, segments happen on either show, program, you know, you know what we should do? We should ignore it. Yeah, it'll be out there and People will probably wonder during your reviews or your live streams, oh, why didn't you cover it? And you can probably tell them, I don't want to focus on the negative because it'll bring me down. I want to focus on the positive. 
And to me, that's a great direction to go in because, again, in the end, it is wrestling. It's just that both companies do it differently than the other. Yeah, AEW will promote that they put the emphasis on wrestling first and foremost and sports entertainment second. Well, WWE does the opposite, but in the end, they are still wrestling. WWE has proven on their pay-per-views and on occasions with their weekly shows that they can have good wrestling. You know, AEW has proven that they could do things similar or identical to WWE's segments and storytelling. You know, you know, just as good as they, you know, just as good if not better than them. You know, outside of the wrestling. But at the end of the day, it's the same thing. And as I've said before, time and time again, the reason you have fans supporting AEW over WWE more so than any other promotion current, you know, currently or past, present, whatever, is it's all about rebelling. Heck, one person responded back to me and said, yes, it's about rebelling because we want them to be better. And that's fine. If you believe rebelling against WWE is going to make, you know, make them better, then so be it. I mean, let's not forget back almost a decade ago, fans basically hijacked WWE for months, weeks, nights. They hijacked them. All because they were telling WWE, you want us to stop? You give us what we want. And WWE had no choice. They gave them what they wanted because they hijacked it. And if that's what fans feel maybe they need to do again, then so be it. Just gravitate to the person you feel is in that same position as a certain Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan was over nearly a decade ago. Hijacked the show to say, hey, we want that person. And WWE will have no choice but to listen. They will have no choice. Like I say, WWE will have no choice but to listen. And, you know, maybe that will be what needs to be done. But, you know, again, at the end of the day, it's just wrestling. You know, and like I said, times have changed. In the past decade or so, five to ten years. I mean, nowadays fans, when they look at something like AEW and they push the fact that they're wrestling first, they expect everybody to be the same. They expect everybody from, you know, like an A, not from, but like an AEW to be like them. They expect WWE to be that way. They expect WWE to be that way. They expect Impact to be that way. You know. They expect PWG, MLW, you know, the list can go on, Ref Pro, New Japan, you know, they expect wrestling to be the same, and that's it, that's it, but here's the thing though, here's the other question, why do, why do the WWE fans, you know, you know, kind of piss on it, you know, knowing that it's just part of a, of a fad, it's part of a, a change that happens every five to ten years. You know, one that could remain for quite some time. Why do they piss on it? Because those fans that are stuck with WWE, that might be overall fans of wrestling, period, 
They like everything wrestling, including AEW. You know, they look at the fact that there's a good chance AEW may not be around for the next, you know, after the next several years. That's how they look at it. They look at the fact that AEW makes a lot of matches, you know, that potentially, you know, could get them in trouble. I mean, for example, Blood and Guts recently. Now tonight you have the Bob Warrior Everywhere Death Match. I mean, yeah, it's cool to let these matches, you know, happen. That being TBS, TNT, Warner Brothers Discovery. It's great to doing it as long as it's in conjunction maybe with the themes of some of the things they're trying to, um, you know, promote. Like tonight's Bob Warrior Everywhere Match is, you know, to help co-promote Shark Week by having the Jericho Appreciation Society in a cage. But what if it goes too far? What if it gets too violent? What then? I mean, they were lucky enough with blood and guts. No doubt about it. They were lucky enough. But what if it goes too far? That being this ma that being this Bob Bar match. I mean, we saw what happened when Jericho took on Nick Gage. We saw what happened there. Yeah, people will say that WWE tipped them off, but guess what? It's because WWE, whether we like to admit it or not, have been around long enough to know, hey, if we see an advantage to discredit our potential competition, let's do it. And you can't tell me they won't be keeping an eye on the uh, Dynamite tonight to see if maybe they get an opportunity. And even if not, what happens if it you know goes beyond what is originally scheduled to be? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? A lot of the overall wrestling fans that strongly support WWE more so than AEW but still watch AEW, they worry that AEW is going to go down that same path. That they're only going to be here for presumably what they would view as a cup of coffee or two cups of coffee, whatever. And then f go away. Go, you know, you know, fade into existence along with the resurrected Ring of Honor. Then what? Where do you go from there? That's the question they like to ask the strong, diehard AEW fans. Fans that, just like them, like overall wrestling, and even to an extent watch WWE, but favor more AEW because, hey, it's the new hip thing. Their question to them is, what happens then? Where do you go from there if something arises that, you know, basically, you know, derails any momentum AEW and by extension Ring of Honor have. Where do you go from there? What's your next stop? Is it to New Japan? You know, is it to Impact? Is it to MLW? Or is it back to WWE? You see, the truth of the matter when you get down to it is everybody has their concerns. Everybody has their reasonings for looking at things and supporting things the way they do. That's a fact. You know, that is a, that's an absolute fact. You know, everybody has the reasoning for supporting AEW. Because it's either A, the new hip thing in town, or it's their way of trying to get WWE to be better.
by rebelling against them by supporting this company. Those that still stay strong at WWE, yeah, they may watch and enjoy AEW because they love anything wrestling, including WWE. But the reason they're concerned and the reason they sometimes get critical with all elite wrestling and its fans is because they feel that in the end, that fan base is going to be in for a disappointment. That sooner rather than later, that company, along with its you know sister company now, Ring of Honor, is not going to be around for the next after the next several years. And they wonder, and their question is, the question of wonderment is, where do you go next? Do you just leave wrestling as a fan entirely, or do you go back to WWE? What's it going to be? You see, the, you see, as rambleish as this may sound, what I'm trying to get at is even though things have changed in the past five to ten years, as far as how wrestling and the wrestling fan base has evolved, the fact of the matter is, we should just, and I know it's cliche to say, but it's wrestling. At the end of the day, it is wrestling. No matter how it's presented, it is wrestling. And we need to enjoy it for what it is. You want to know what's ki- you want to know what's killing the fan base, the support, the fandom of professional wrestling, sports entertainment. It's the fact that we have lost sight of the fact that it doesn't matter how it's presented. It doesn't matter how we look at it. You know how how we view it how we want it to be it in the end guys is professional wrestling sports entertainment no matter what how you view it it is the same thing it's just that certain companies will present it differently than the others and we have to remember that let's not forget back in the old days when WWF was all you know uh, colorful and everything NWA WCW was the exact opposite. Yeah, they had some colorful characters, but they were more real. That's what they were. But did it detract people from saying NWA WCW was better than WWF? No. People enjoyed it because they had different alternative varieties. And that's what made professional wrestling great. That's what gave professional wrestling, you know, the fan base that it had. Even during the Monday Night Wars, the Attitude Hour and all that. So in the end, I think what we need to remember is that in the end, it's all the same, just presented differently. And what we need to do is enjoy the positives of it and ignore the negatives. And that's a fact. Here is a fact. We need to remember, and the new generation needs to be reminded of this. That this is no different than what we fans grew up with back in the 80s and the 90s and early to mid 2000s. You know, they need to be reminded this is no different. And that they need to enjoy wrestling, sports entertainment, for what it is, no matter how it's presented to them. And I think we've lost track of that. That is why you have this division. That's why you have these set of fans against these set of fans, or these set of fans worried about these set of fans, stuff like that. We need to get back to basics and remember that in the end, guys, professional wrestling is professional wrestling no matter how it's presented. 
sports entertainment is sports entertainment no matter how it's presented. And that is a fact that we need to be reminded of. That we need to get back to. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. Comment below. Live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Super thanks will be enabled after the video. Venmo me at brian walmart 2 Cash app at BWRoses98. Patreon at BWRoses. Check out the Teespring store. Also, Super Chat Super Stickers will be enabled during the premiere. And until next end, you can check my podcast out at BWRoses Discussion. All your favorite audio podcasts and locations except for Pandora. Where this will probably be uploaded very soon. But guys, in the end, like I said, we have to remember this is no different than it was in the 80s, the 90s, and the 2000s. You know, just because one company is presenting professional wrestling sports entertainment differently than the other doesn't mean we should be critical. It's the same thing. It's just presented differently, and we need to remember that. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. I am out.